Hello, and welcome to DSA's second podcast session. We have officially named our podcast Dancer Thoughts. So today's a very special episode because our guest is Erin. Erin, welcome. Thank you. Hi, guys. My first time using my voice today, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the same for all of us. Can you give us like a little introduction of who you are? Yeah, well, I'm a freshman this year at University of Houston. So, you know, it's my first time with all of you guys. And I just moved to Houston. So all of my training has been primarily in the Northwest. (laughs) All right, we are also welcomed by our officers. Give a little introduction again. Hi, I'm Veronica, and I am the DSA Communications Officer. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm the DSA Vice President. Great. So, okay, so Kaylin can't be here today because she is dancing with her studio, but the show must go on. Her presence will be missed. (laughs) Anyway... I don't want to waste a single second, so we're going to get right into the uh, questions for today. Today's topic is about inclusivity in the dance world and uh, art and pop culture. So the first question I want to bring to you guys is what has been your experience being a POC in the arts, specifically the dance world? I don't know about you guys, but I definitely, like, for a long time, I didn't notice mm-hmm. because in the Pacific Northwest, like, everybody is um, white. It's a predominantly white, like, area. And so I've never experienced the feeling, really, of, like, going somewhere else that's, like, maybe diverse and, like, being seen more as a dancer, less like a Black dancer. And the experience is very different. Like you can actually feel it. So that's like very new to me. Like I knew that representation was a problem, but I never like noticed the problem within my own experience. I I agree. I okay. So I mean, I had a similar experience going from. I mean, I, I was raised in Cyprus. Texas so it's just a suburb of Houston but it is a very predominantly white suburb which is yeah, an interesting I would agree. yeah it, it is an interesting contrast that 40 minutes out of one of the most diverse cities in the country there is a suburb that is very predominantly white and so it it, it was this kind of bubble of like I didn't realize you know and growing up in, in high school it was predominantly white and it wasn't until I started at UH where it was, I was like, oh, wow, like this is what diversity looks like, you know? Um, but it, it's interesting because I didn't start dancing until later um, because I started out in gymnastics first and then I switched to dance in ninth grade. Um, so it, it was one of those things that I, I didn't quite realize what it was I I knew that I was in an all-white like studio mostly Mm -hmm. um 
and all the girls around me were predominantly white but I didn't realize I don't know I felt like it was so like subconscious at that point I was already a little older that I was just like oh this is what it is and I'm just trying to do ballet like them but I didn't realize that I don't know how to describe it like no but it's like you just your eyes kind of open like something is normal you know yeah and you go somewhere else and then you're just like whoa I had no idea that cities could look like this inside the U.S. Right. Yeah. The most diversity I've seen like this even like not even just in the dance world but like in general is was in Nigeria like that's Africa Mm -hmm. and I just had no idea because that's just what I saw it's just like a little secret and that's (laughs) what you see on TV and so yeah I thought that was the reality of like doing ballet I was like well that's it and and I think it it was surreal because it wasn't until about last year when I had a similar conversation as this one in a dance intensive I did Mm -hmm. um where they were like yeah growing up I wanted to be white because all the the ballet all the ballerinas around me were white and it maybe it wasn't like a distinct desire right that I was saying but it was subconscious you know but I well image that I saw myself as as a dancer was white you know I kind of have that like thing like I I was definitely like the only Asian girl like for even at UH like there's there's no Asian girl or Asian guy or whoever in the program so it's always kind of been like I kind of always feel like a little weird in the position but at the same time like I feel like people still expect a lot from me Mm -hmm. and like I don't know where that comes from, but I just kind of feel that pressure sometimes. And like growing up in my ballet studio, there there weren't any Asian people. And like, for instance, Nutcracker, you know, like Clara and all those characters, I always thought that those were white characters. So mm-hmm. like when I was chosen as Clara, I was like, oh, this is a thing, like this could happen. Like, I mean, obviously I'm grateful for that opportunity, but I kind of hate the idea that I was shocked that I got the opportunity, you know? Like, why should I be shocked that I'm just gonna play a role or dance a part? Like, and I'm, you know, I'm just like a little girl and I'm doing something I never would have expected I would have gotten to do, not because of my skill or anything like that, just because of circumstances. Yeah, that's, um, I think similarly, like my um, passions and goals in dance lie particularly in ballet. So my, um, I guess, point of reference is in that world and in other arts that I've done too, like I did music for so many years um, and comparing that to my experience in dance, I've noticed that at the recreational level, there is a larger diversity. There's so many people um, that look all types of different shapes, sizes, colors, races, whatever. But as you get to the professional level, it starts to narrow down back into Mm -hmm. like 
white image and you have to wonder like why when does that happen yeah yeah and I think for me um again just like looking at the professional level and trying to find inspiration to draw from for a long time it was just always the same white image that was to me so I didn't know that um I guess I wasn't shown that that like Mia said was a possibility Mm -hmm. and that and that's just probably like way more like I don't want to diminish the problem for Asian Americans but obviously that problem is wider for other groups of people I think that like thinking back on my like high school dance years I think that it's one of the the biggest things that I would find myself doing was comparing my body type mm-hmm. to the, oh, for sure. to the my fellow dancers um, who are predominantly white in my class, and this just it's it's not I mean it, not all together. It obviously depends on like your genetics and training and lifestyle, but there is a large part of it that's just you are Latina people, Latina women tend to have different body types than mm-hmm. um, than their white counterparts. And so right. being in seeing some, some very skinny, quote unquote, ideal ballet body types in my class, and I was not, not that I was like crazy far off, but I was not the, the the right cover girl of ballet you know mm-hmm. and that was I think what really got to me especially mm-hmm. coming from the gymnastics training straight into ballet I just had this musculature that now I'm very very thankful for mm-hmm. but it was a very big different body to what was idealized in ballet mm-hmm. and other dance forms um so that really took a toll on my I think self-confidence in high school and I found myself like, oh, I need to mold to this image. I need to exercise. I need to do certain this or that or eat certain this or that to to feel like I am a ballerina or dance, you know, or a dancer. I think sometimes too, like you don't even realize, not like you don't realize, of course you're like very aware that you want to be different, but I think maybe you don't realize entirely like when I was younger, I just didn't understand why I didn't look like them, you know? So it's not that I ever inherently wanted to look like them. I think I'm really lucky in the sense that I like, you know, like some people really do have like inside them, like just a little bit of like, you know, it's sad. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm really lucky that I've never experienced that. That being said, I did always wonder why I didn't look like them. Mm-hmm. And why I had to like work harder to mm-hmm. like be like them, be accepted by them, like, and not like, oh, I need to work harder to be accepted. But like, I feel like in the dance world, at least, you do. Like, you have to work ten times harder for that role because they already don't see you there. Sure. Like, really, when they have this image of of anybody, and so, yeah. Well, this kind of leads, kind of, sort of, into the next another question not the next question but like how do you feel like dance or I want to say like the dancer 
is portrayed in pop culture and like I guess what does that mean for the art world um I think dance is portrayed particularly in um pop culture as um something that falls into extremes so whether that's dancing as like a stripper an exotic dancer um people hear oh I'm a dancer uh what does that look like in your mind when you hear that this person is a dancer? Like, where does your mind go? I think that's a really common image. Um, also, again, to the extremes, like the ballerina, like, oh, you're a dancer, you do ballet. Um, and again, that's not um, the end all be all of what dance is. There's dance all around the world and um, so many different forms, styles and regions um, of dance. And I think that just to reinforce what I was saying, that it is a super, just like polarizing image. Yeah, I agree. It's it, that question, again, like I hate asking people that question, but I kind of love it. But I remember like um, my boyfriend like told his coworker that he went to go see me because I had rehearsal or something for a show and he's like she's a dancer and then his co-worker's like oh like what does that mean exactly what are you ex what are you thinking really I'm just like rolling in the dirt for 20 minutes but you can imagine what you want yeah and speaking of kind of like the sensualization of or like fetishization of the dancing body yeah. or like of the profession it's just like and I, I kind of had a similar experience when I started dating my partner he was like oh this is like the first introduction like a few days mm -hmm. a few weeks after we started dating like oh this is my girlfriend Veronica and she is a dancer at the university um and I feel like it wasn't ever like, well, no, actually there was one time that it was said and it was, I feel like my partner came up to me one time and said, oh, so-and-so asked me, oh, you're, so she's flexible. Oh like, yeah. In, in whatever like connotation you take that in, like in a very like, sensual way like oh so she's flexible great wow you you landed a dancer look at that like, oh yeah that that oh lucky guy yeah landed a dancer and I'm like okay that's fine um it's it's interesting because I have seen a I've gotten like Daniel said very polarized reactions of like oh I'm a dancer to any said adult who asks me what I do and I either get the really positive response of like, oh, wow, that's so cool. Like, mm -hmm. I wish I could have done that. Like, or that must be really hard. Or what do you, what kind of dance do you do? You know, like <laughs> people who tend to, to kind of appreciate the art form more. Um, or there's the other answer of like, oh, cool. What do you want to do with that? Or right. what are you dot, dot, dot going to do with that? Um, and I'm like, dance. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it is very hit or miss in those, whenever you get asked that. Um, and yeah, 
I thought I had something else, but it'll come to me. <laughs> but I also think like, you know, the way dance is portrayed in the media and life on anything, billboards, whatever, like we don't look like that. Mm-hmm. And so then especially when you tell people you're a dancer, they're like, uh, like yeah. they don't, you can see them trying to like make sense of it. Yeah. And like, oh, and you're just like, okay, it's over with. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that is not my career path, actually. Like, throw myself across the room and drop to the floor. It's <laughs> like, for fun. But I also think that maybe it's something about there's like this sense of comfortability, I think, with dancers and their bodies. And I think so often, like you see people even on TV and acting like that's an art form. And these people could be wearing a suit and a tie or like a full pilgrim dress and people like sexualize them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, it doesn't matter. Like you could be like, yes, I'm a ballerina and I wear a pilgrim dress. And they're gonna be like, oh my God like she stretches you know like people are so ready like when they don't maybe fully I don't know immerse themselves or like it's not like sports I was just saying it's not like sports it's not like this like there's not just we do have more media now but there are not just tons of like interviews with artists like if you look but you don't just stumble across them on like CNN or you know like see commercials for them or have all this exposure and so people don't get to fully immerse themselves like and then all they're left to do is sexualize it I'm like oh mm-hmm. wrong it, it's interesting I I saw I saw this commercial very recently it was this week on like it was like a YouTube ad um and it was I, I, I had mixed feelings about it because it was, I, I understand that it was supposed to be very like feminine and empowering, but so basically it was, um, it was a mom waiting outside, like it showed a building and it said like, so-and-so's kickboxing gym. And like the mom's outside in the car waiting for her child to get out of kickboxing class or whatever. And then the, her daughter comes out and she's like, nine or so she's like nine and she gets in the car and she said she says my kickboxing instructor told me that I should try dance that I should just do dance instead and then uh, like the girl was like, literally did you see I that one exactly what you're talking about you know what you're talking about times. yes and then oh the mom was like no you're not gonna do dance you're gonna go do kickboxing and you're gonna get back in there and fight and I was like, uh-huh. on the one hand, I was like, okay, like, you know, like, you know, like encouraging girls to like do anything. That's great. Love it. Kickboxing is also a women's sport. But then but, I was yeah. like, this like diminishing of dance. You yeah. Know, of like dance is that stereotype that. Yes. Yeah. I had that exact same thought. I was watching this every time that commercial comes on. I just get the biggest frown, like that little kitty cat, because like I'm get it, but I'm just like, 
like something tastes bad to me. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're just perpetuating the stereotype that dance is like weak and girly and it's not. I'm I'm about just done with that. <laughs> I hate that. People knew like what we do, what we have to train for, all the injuries we get. I just Um, and the psychological damage as well, like. Oh yeah. Number one, baby. And yeah. it's it's so hard because like a, a, apart from all the physical demands, like obviously all the injuries, the sore muscles, the everything. Um, it's it's also you go into it. You don't go into a thriving, cushy industry. You know, you right. work hard, bust your ass, and then every day you just get met with mm, what are you gonna do you're so uncertain it's so unstable and you're like cool that's the reassurance I needed this morning if anything that makes me braver because yeah. I'm willing to go into this industry that is not so kind but I'm willing to try exactly um and we were I was we were kind of talking about this last night um over like just kind of a similar chat that friends got together and everything and we were um what was it I was just like scrolling through like I refused to scroll through that Instagram feed like where they just like not the, the feed page. Page. yeah what what is it explore page yeah the explore page because well obviously as a dancer like I just have lots of dance things on my Instagram mm -hmm. and so it the explore page just feeds me dance things but it's always like it's always like the five-year-olds like doing needles with like <laughs> the crazy feet and contortionist back and like or the perfect ballerinas that have been training since they were three and I was like waist one inch thick <laughs> yeah they're like literally one inch waist like and wow. I'm like this is this is not because this is what you're feeding me and I'm a dancer but right. this is also what you're feeding everyone else you know so it just it does create this extreme I actually no I've never thought of that I'm like you're actually kind of blowing my I didn't even think about that like what do I see what kind of representation do I have on my explore page like sometimes there's a page that it showed me like brown girls do ballet but that's mm -hmm. it otherwise I actually yeah I have to check this out because I, I never see that they're always like they're always like like five-year-old Russian girls doing yeah. like extreme crazy things oh. and and while there is like people who do that you know there is people who train like this obviously because they're po they're posting photos and videos like that's such a small minority of dancers mm -hmm. yeah. nobody I mean not nobody yes understandable but you're right you just don't even wow are you scrolling through it? Everyone is white on my. Everyone like, this is, is white. Rude. It's not a nice. my... I have a lot of homemade jewelry on my feed, so. <laughs> I have like scrunchies, and <laughs> that's embarrassing, Timothy Chalamet. A lot of Timothy Charcuterie. They got that one right. Oh, Here's a girl doing a a backbend and a theraband because she can. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, well, I want to like 
kind of segue into the next question, which is, it's related to this. It's just, how do you think, or like, what do you think the ways representation can be improved in the dance world and in the arts? Since we're on this kind of topic. Um, I think for me, speaking in terms of representation as a male, like from my experience, going back to what Mia was talking about, how dance is seen as being like girly and like weak. I think I've really gotten that really all of my life. And it's why I didn't start dancing sooner in my childhood when I wanted to. Um, I think that could be improved by um, showing the images of men in ballet specifically, which is seen again to be super um weak and frilly um, showing all of the difficult um, masculine things that men do in ballet and I think also what makes ballet such an interesting thing for men and women is that it is super um, decorated and elegant and um, pretty in that way but at the same time it requires so much strength mm -hmm. and so much athleticism and power and those two aren't, I guess, mutually exclusive. Like you need to have both. And yeah, I think that would be a really big step, period. <laughs> so agreed, agreed. I mean, obviously I can't speak to the, the male experience in dance, but um, that is perhaps the one, the one field where the men are the minority mm -hmm. and but it, it is like so important to boost our, our male dancers. We need them, we need them. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, I feel like, are you, do you mean just any kind of representation including like all the POCs and different? Yeah, any, any one you feel. I guess I, I like love the idea of more like exposure to you know different kinds of dancers different kinds of dance but I feel like sometimes it's just not gonna happen I feel like it's just not what people want to see and so they'll never see it and that's frustrating and I am a hopeful person uh, but I don't know That's just how, how I kind of feel like currently is just that people only want to see what they want to see and they're not really willing to go outside of their comfort zone. I definitely think, yes, yeah, it's really frustrating and people do tend to like, it's really hard to kind of bring a new perspective anywhere, anytime, like even to yourself, you know? Um, but I think maybe I'm like, like aggressively hopeful, like dangerously mm -hmm. hopeful. I'm going to make you like, I'm going to hold you down and make you watch it until you <laughs> like it. And we're on the same page. Like it's all beautiful. So I think honestly, like it's hard. It's not easy. And like things, I think, I mean, like look at the times, you know what I mean? Things always, I feel like 
get worse before they get better. And I know that's like a really cheesy saying, but it happens when I in my room, like I go to put everything <laughs> away and it looks like it's gotten 10 times worse when I was like moving out boxes and doing, I was like, this is horrible. And then one morning I woke up and I was like, hey, look at it. You know, mm-hmm. like just kind of keep going and keep going because there's only so much mess that eventually. So I think it will be good. I think I want to see more of quite literally everything like right shape size color like i'd obviously i want people to put in the work you know what i mean i don't like whatever but that just means like you have to appreciate it and you have to want it and you have to work hard for it you know what i mean like people i think maybe sometimes also people don't understand the way that dance feels and so like we do all of this and then some because we're not white. And then there are people who do more than us, you know, like all of us actually do have some kind of like light skin kind of privilege, you know, like we all, so it's like there are people who even have less representation than us and experiences like that. So I definitely think like, just like keep pushing. I want to see it happen, I think it will happen. But I want to see it all. I want to have it all, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I, and it's interesting because I start thinking about, I think the way that it's going to happen or it's going to start happening is to see, because if you really think about it, it, there is, even though that you're seeing more and more like diverse dancers, I feel like nowadays in our generation, um, it's definitely like geared toward different styles and genres of dance. Like even though ballet is starting to get a lot more shapes and sizes and colors of people, it's still the image of ballet is the white dancer. And now when you think of like a person of color dancing, you're like, oh, you do street style, you do hip hop, right? And you're like, no, I actually, I am, I am, dark-skinned and do modern dance like you know <laughs> actually or, please you know, never ask me to do hip-hop it's embarrassing I'm like, actually terrible at it yes. <laughs> or like with me being like Hispanic I feel like the association is like what kind of dance do you do is like oh do you do salsa like do you do ballroom or different kinds even though I love those styles like I didn't I mean I grew up here I didn't grow up with like being surrounded by all sorts of Latin ballroom forms, you know? So there is a part of me that has felt like, like I missed out or like lesser, lesser Hispanic because I don't know all these forms um, and that it's just assumed that I do, you know? Um, so I feel like there definitely needs to be like an acceptance of, of diversity in all forms, like not just assigned to specifics specific genres of dance do i have time to mention one more thing that i feel strongly about yeah of course and it just came to mind because i was looking at the questions again and i realized that i think like i don't know i personally haven't felt like too crazy like discriminated against or anything in the dance world like thankfully Um, but 
one of, I think, it, and it didn't happen until college when I started really like performing with UH and everything. And it was just like extending beyond um, just like dancing and the dancer performance day experiences of like, or just per like the people surrounding a dancer um, who like are in charge of like costuming, wardrobe, hair, makeup. My biggest issue has definitely been the hair issue. Like mm-hmm. I have thick curly hair. Erin mm-hmm. has thick curly hair. And it's just like, I didn't even think about it. And I think that's the way that's like most impacted me in dance is like getting ready for certain dance pieces and the choreographer is just like, all right, so we're going to do a cute low bun, middle part yeah, slicked back. A long French then, braid, like. Yeah. And then the next piece is like long French braid, like five, like five seconds later, quick change. And I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> and what was it? I remember there was this one time last year where there was a choreographer told us, um, okay, so you're going to do your hair in a bit slick bun, just like gel or hairspray or whatever to get it really in there. And then the next piece, we there was going to be a, um, a dance that needed a low bun or a braid or something. And I was like, that's going to be difficult to make that change. And one of the other girls who was a, a white was like, oh, it's okay. It'll be easy. You just like change and you brush it out. And like, there was like me and like three other girls of color. And we were like, that's not happening. You yeah. can't just brush it out. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Don't say that again. <laughs> you cannot do that. Like, it's not. Or like those really horrible, I don't know about you, but like, it's something about the curls. This used to happen even when my hair was all the way down my back. Like, I cut it. Wow, you guys, really weird though. For the first time ever. Not for the first time ever, but like in a long time. And it did not matter what I did, how I styled my hair, whatever. If it had been up in a bun for ballet or because I'm lazy or for whatever reason, it's not coming down. Like if it has it's been not. there the majority of the day, and sometimes <laughs> even in rehearsals, they're like, I'm thinking for this dance, we'll have our hair down, like let down your hair. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I can't, like, don't ask me to, please. Yeah, and they're like, I just want to see your hair like flowing while you move. And I'm like, it's not going to flow. It's not what it does. It's, right. it's going to stick will out. Bounce, maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> it's really like, hard. These people are like just throwing out these hair ideas, but they don't realize that in some way it causes other people stress, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and well, I'm surprised there's not like, I mean, I'm not surprised. (laughs) Before I say this, let me say I'm not surprised by it. But the fact that there's not, people are not more accommodating. I even see like, I don't know. I even see girls who dance at like predominantly black studios and like nobody has really found the way to like let black dancers thrive, not just like from their selection of point shoes or like things like that, but to their makeup, to their hair, like, what's, how am I gonna, I can't just wear my hair in this bun every day and wear your pink tights every day yeah. and your pink point shoes, like, my skin is not pink. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's just a little things and you're like, 
Can I have some options, please? Or maybe like I should be like going in or something. I don't know. I I literally had this like this kind of and after this we can wrap up, but like I had this like moment last year around this time when I was we were still in person and it was like emerging choreographer showcase time and so I was just heavy in rehearsals every night and my hair was constantly in this bun that it is in right now um and like Aaron said it doesn't come down the curls get all stretched out and it just gets gross and so my hair was basically like this every day and my makeup was sweat off by the end of the day and it was I looked gross and tired and my hair was frizzy and I just like my mom called me and I was so stressed at this point in the semester and I ended up calling her for like an hour and it was just me saying mom I feel gross I feel unfeminine I can't let my hair down it looks disgusting it's always sweaty and I don't know how to accommodate this lifestyle to my kind of hair like to and like just just like my self-care and what I need to feel like feminine you know um and it was like a really tough moment that that had impacted me so much something as like crazy as hair like really it does a number well, on your image not even that hair is like inherently feminine but it's you don't realize I think how much you can like rely on it or whatever until everyone in the room is like throwing down their long luscious locks and it's like you guys I swear like let me wash it let me yes. in. like I will be right with you but yeah you feel like I mean, not to be dramatic, but I always felt like a little gremlin. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like, like after class, I couldn't just like take it out and feel pretty and nice and just throw some dry shampoo on it and brush it and okay. call it a day. Do the rest like, of your day. Exactly. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. But anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, okay. I think that was really important. And yeah, um, I agree. I think too, um, like what Aaron was saying earlier about specifically um, how students and the ballet world and the dance world don't know how to accommodate all of these um, hair things and tights things and just like diversity things. It's a problem because um, this is just the way things have been for so long. So there's no groundwork or like framework for mm-hmm. um people to like say, oh, this is um, what we always do, just do this, you know, because that only exists for that specific image that we were talking about earlier. In conclusion, there's a lot of work to be done, but it'll be done, it'll get done. We we will do it ourselves if we must. (laughs) We'll do it ourselves. All right, guys, I wanna thank you so much for contributing to today's session thank you for coming oh my gosh, Aaron. thanks for having me thank what you, cute Aaron. fun good clean fun guys i love it <laughs> yeah this is fun any last messages for the public um, as always if you would like i mean as always i mean in the two episodes that we've done this but <laughs> um please let us know if you are interested in coming onto this show and being a guest as Aaron has led the charge and any topics that you feel are relevant and important to you that you'd like to discuss. Yes. Also, um, stay hopeful. I think right now with the coronavirus and just like the state of the world and specifically the United States is easy to get like in your little shell. 
but it's okay. It's just like Aaron said, sometimes you need to see the mess in order to have that little awakening aha moment. And then it always gets worse before it gets better. Mm -hmm. Stay safe, healthy in this pandemic. Please <laughs> be kind to one another. Always wash your hands. Wear your mask. Please. Mask up. <laughs> and smile. Oh, behind your mask. Behind your mask. <laughs> Water, <laughs> hydrate all the, all the good stuff hydrate or dehydrate <laughs> hydrate oh and real quick shout out these like questions were inspired by the topics that Aaron came up with so Yay. if you want to talk about something we'll talk about it and 